You guys want to see my Lego thing I made? Yeah, let's let's see it. So first of all, let me let me show you the how I modified the Cookie Monster minifigure to make him post-apocalyptic. So I gave him a spiky shoulder pad and a chainsaw. Awesome. Um, and then I've tried to make him just look as like crazy as possible, kind of like really Mad Max like. So this is his monster truck that I'm working on. Um, I don't know how well it shows in the light, but he can hang on to so, the side there. For the audio listeners, you are showing a Lego car, a super like a monster truck, yep. but like an actual truck, and it has Cookie Monster on the side of it with a chainsaw. Yeah, but it's all it's all themed around him. It's got a bunch of you know, it's supposed to be like Mad Max, like it's got a bunch of spikes. It's got working suspension. Oh wow, let me go. Um, and then on the back in the like actual truck bed area, he's gonna have a mobile bakery. A, a mobile bakery. A mobile- what? For cookies. He's going to make cookies. That's his priority in the apocalypse? <laughs> Still cookies? It's Cookie Monster. What? You're telling me the <laughs> Cookie true. Monster in the apocalypse will just go, No, me no care about cookie. I mean, he's effectively, <laughs> no, <I care> about <laughs> he's effectively an addict, so... Exactly, exactly. So he'd still be an addict, so he'd still have a, a method of making it, despite the fact that his... Uh, you know, his, his truck is covered in the bones of his enemies. He would still have <laughs> very much have a priority about that. So I'm trying to, trying to be realistic there, you know? Man, yeah, Salt, cookies are cookies are still cookies in the apocalypse, I guess. Yeah, they still taste good as fuck. What's up, buckaroos? I'm Bradley Miller. And I'm Hank Farr. And this is No Good Ideas. In this podcast, we explore all kinds of awful ideas throughout history. From lousy leadership decisions to PR disasters, we're going to cover it all. And maybe drink a little bit of Pepsi along the way. Today, we're checking out an egregious error of a Pepsi advertisement with our friend, Dylan Sheffer. Dylan, why don't you introduce yourself? How's it going? I am also from the hometown of Bradley and Hank here, and I'm very excited to be on this podcast. Yeah. We're excited to have you too. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a good one. So do you want to shout out any of your your socials just right off the bat or for nothing? I'm, I'm good. Yep. You're good? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to make sure actually, before. Actually, follow oh. Bradley on TikTok. Oh, don't worry. I say that. That's, a, that's at the end. Okay, good. <laughs> so today, like Hank said, we're going to be talking about the Pepsi Live For Now uh, short film commercial uh, and for most people, it's known as the Pepsi protest commercial from back in 2017. And uh, we just all watched it right before we started recording. And we, we can all agree that it was a bad idea. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like there's a point that the ad hits like for, for most of you, you're just like, oh, this is stupid. And then it just hits this one point where you're like, oh, my God, this is mm-hmm. awful. This is, is such a bad, bad. idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I have a for the folks who haven't seen it, I have a quick description of the ad that we're just going to go through. And Dylan, like I said, uh, the way this podcast works, I'm just going to be reading through at any point. If you have a quip or a joke or whatever or commentary, stop it. Just interrupt me and uh, toss to to that. And then we can just go on different tangents. Sounds good. Uh, sounds good. OK, uh, so. Let's talk about this uh, Pepsi Live For Now short film commercial. So, of course, like all Pepsi commercials, this was intended to advertise the Pepsi line of products. Um, And I'm not going to lie. I like Pepsi like as a drink, maybe not as a company after seeing this. But uh, uh, it's a it's a it's a fine soda. Coke's better. Uh, 
I mean, Coke is better. And we have a full episode I, on Coke that uh, probably dropped by the time this is out. Yeah. Likely, yeah. I'm going to say yeah. I'm more of a Pepsi boy myself, so I'm a little biased towards the drink. And I got to go. In terms of biases about the about the company, um, I think it'll, it'll be a discussion point that I will bring up at some point during this, that it is also worth discussing uh, how Coca-Cola handles controversies, most particularly a recent one. So this might date the podcast a little bit when you realize that it, this was... Uh, relates to a recent thing but we'll we'll get to that after we talk about pepsi we'll get we'll get to coke absolutely um so a, a quick description of the ad so we all just watch it but it starts with a man playing a cello on a rooftop uh with music that sounds like uh like dylan said the beginning of enter sandman uh, <laughs> kind of which yeah. just throws you off right off the bat <laughs> And then uh, he's just really getting into the music, just sweat, just dripping on his face. He's so wet. Um, he is. He is very wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's in the podcast now. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, it highlights a crowd of protesters. Um, and it's uh, the protesters are showing peace signs and s- signs that just say join the conversation i need and to it i need to mention though the first time you see one of those signs for some reason it says join the o conversation yeah what was that i i looked at it for a while i can't figure it out i can't tell if they like like meant to have like a pepsi logo that, or like a piece on there it just says join the o is bigger than the rest of the word conversation it is put as though it's one word but the o is bigger so i can't tell if that was supposed to be a symbol and like whatever prop a uh, person forgot to put it there, but like it, it's confusing off the bat because it's like, what's the O conversation? Then you see more that say, what's there join the conversation? And it's like, oh, okay, well, that was like a miswrite, but I don't know why the editor would choose to have that one first if it throws you off, unless I, there's something about O conversations. I don't know. Maybe it's an Irish thing. Like, <laughs> oh, join the O conversation. <laughs> I come from the, uh, I'm a proud member of the O conversation family, you know? There, there is. You will notice that it's a very diverse group of people that is in that uh, in that crowd. Absolutely, definitely no Irish people though. So Can I, they can't call that one. I, I bet, did there, not I see, bet there's one Irish I, person. Yeah, I didn't see any. <laughs> but that that's kind of that was kind of like we'll touch on this more. But that was kind of Pepsi's main thing of like showing like a big group of people all coming together, and that was kind of their goal with this commercial to kind of show like we're all coming together to you know be loud and voice. Uh, our voices, you know? I have yeah. a problem with that. Why did he bring his cello to the protest? <laughs> <laughs> it was on his back. <laughs> Maybe he has like a home. cool trick. He could have like a cool trick where he plays the cello on his back. Anyway, so the, the, the main thing is, like, we can all agree, this is definitely meant to kind of represent, especially during that time, like a Black Lives Matter protest of people all coming together to voice... And come together behind a cause, uh, but it does not specify any movement that they're part of. It's just a protest. Yeah, it didn't have the guts to. No. Uh, And then it goes to the next point uh, in the commercial. It switches to a woman going through photographs uh, that she presumably took. uh, Yeah. And just kind of marking them with a red pen. And then we go to the star of the commercial. Kendall Jenner is in this. Yay! Quick question: Are y'all Kardashian fans? Dylan, I know you're a huge Kardashian fan, so I'll skip over you. But Hank, uh, 
what about you? No. <laughs> Dylan, do you want to do you want to retract that statement I gave to you? Or are you actually? Yeah, I, I actually would like that edited out. I mean, it's false. <laughs> in, in fact, the more that I keep saying it's false, people are going to think it's true. So I'm just I'm, I'm done. You're done with that? <laughs> yeah, it, it's not true. Fake okay. news. It's fake news. Yeah, um, we're, we're all about that here. Uh, so <laughs> this is one of those fake news podcasts. Uh, that was just a joke. We are not. Uh, <laughs> so it shows Kendall Jenner, who's the star of the commercial, uh, at a photo shoot uh, while the crowd of protesters going past her, uh, just like just leaning against a door and just kind of like being all cool like, you know. Nobody cares that it's Kendall Jenner. They're they're so into the protest that they, Kendall Jenner is just. I don't care. Do you think that if that was if that was like a real thing, do you think anyone would go and be like, oh, "Wait, that's Kendall Jenner right there"? What what's going on? Why is Kendall Jenner just in the middle of town right now? That's actually a good question. Do people like like people have to recognize her? Like they recognize normal celebrities. They're like, "Let's get a picture." Like like they have to, right? Or do they not? Yeah, she- I'd, I would probably miss over her. Like if I walked by her in the street. I honestly feel like you, I would you too. couldn't That's recognize weird. her. I can recognize like Kim Kardashian, but not Kendall Jenner. It's just like, I agree with that. That is true. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Hmm. Caitlyn Jenner. Kardashians maybe, I could probably uh, recognize, but the Jenners, I don't know. All their names start with K. I, I can't, I couldn't <laughs> tell you who is who. True. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, going on next, uh, we kind of cut between these three people showing the cellist looking at the, uh, protest through a window while drinking Pepsi, then going outside, outside to play with a guitarist and dancers on the street. And then the photographer gets angry and like throws her photos. And then she goes out to take photos of the protest. And then the kicker of the commercial, which is kind of the main point, uh, Jenner takes off her wig, wipes off her makeup. Um, Even and though then, she's definitely still wearing plenty of makeup in the she sequence is, shot. Uh, she just doesn't have was, lipstick. Yeah, she just, just took off the, the lipstick. Yeah. Uh, and then joins the protest. Again, we don't know what they're protesting. Join the conversation. Solid. The conversation. Oh, yeah, she to, <laughs> yeah, she had to join the conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're protesting lack of uh, people within the conversation. True. Mm-hmm. And then the protest crowd comes to a police line. Of just people. The, <laughs> I think the they police. were unarmed too. I think they're unarmed. Um, and there's kind of a standoff, I'm assuming. And then Kendall Jenner cuts through the crowd, pushing people aside, uh, and hands one of the police officers a Pepsi in a can. The police officer drinks the soda and everyone cheers like Pepsi helped them achieve world peace or something. <laughs> And then that's the end of the commercial and ends with like live bold. I, mm-hmm. I think I think yeah. it is. Yeah. It's, it's important I, to like communicate how much people lose it when that officer drinks that Pepsi. They're going insane. They go nuts. <laughs> Literally. And the smirk at the end, he turns to his buddy. And he's like, just like happy. Like everything is fine. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah. When you drink uh, Pepsi, you completely forget about police brutality. You know? <laughs> It's yeah. just that's just out the window. No, but it, it's great that they had a, a white woman also go to the cop, too. Yeah. And I have a point about that. So the advertisement kind of copied the framing of a photograph called Taking a Stand in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's taken by uh, Jonathan Backman. Uh, the photograph showed Aisha Evans, who is a nurse in Pennsylvania, and she was being arrested by cops in riot gear. And if you see the photo, she's just like wearing like a green dress as 
nothing on her. And it's just literally just being arrested right out of the protest. Uh, the protest uh, was in 2016 in the wake of the police shootings of Anton Sterling and Philando Castile. Uh, and it's one of it was like defined as like the iconic photo of the movement at that time. Hmm. And they literally like rather like recreated it or like referenced it. But when instead of a black woman, it's with Kendall Jenner. <laughs> uh, so that was a big yikes on uh, Pepsi's part yeah. to do that. I just find it so weird how they they were just like, hey, guys, we need to be progressive but we can't talk about anything like you could define completely exactly. abstract. That's that's mm-hmm. what's so weird. Like that's what makes it feel so disingenuous. Absolutely. And join like, the conversation. We take a, join the conversation. <laughs> what conversation are you oh, having? The, the, what okay. is the conversation? <laughs> here's the here's the thing I actually really hate that I saw about that. The signs that they had were the like they spent millions probably in this production. But mm. these signs look like they were made by kindergartners. It just had like yeah. a poorly written like love. Yeah. That's it. Love. Or just a single peace sign. Like there was no artistic value whatsoever. Obviously they were blue because Pepsi is blue, but it wasn't even Pepsi's Branding. blue. It was like a light blue. Yeah. It was yeah. It was awful. Mm-hmm. And there was there was nothing like I feel I, I don't think I've ever seen a protest where it's like like outside of like stuff i've seen about the 70s where it's just literally just like love and uh happiness and joining the conversation you know like there there wasn't a single sign that just said go fuck yourself on the <laughs> sign you know you're telling me not a single person in that crowd would just have a sign that said i'm fucking mad i'm so That's- pissed that would be if, if they flipped it on its side instead of just like general love and happiness as like their protest. Like what if you're saying, what if it was just general anger, you know, <laughs> like I'm mad at stuff. <laughs> I remember it was a few years ago. I went to Seattle and it was around uh, Black Friday. There's a group of people in Seattle who go and march and they uh, march with signs that say buy more stuff. <laughs> and then like quick and hurry and my i was with my aunt at the time she was like what is this about and like oh we don't represent anything we just it's just buy more stuff you know what i mean that's like, that was their whole cause i found an interesting quote um pepsi stated that this is a global ad and reflects people from different walks of life coming together in the spirit of harmony and we think that's an important message to convey <laughs> mm-hmm. but but when you Here's the thing. Did it even play globally? <laughs> I, I don't know if it played globally, um, but it played globally in the U.S., so that's fine. What, uh, what, yeah. what if they played that at in like, in like, you know, China, where those people would disappear? Mm, yeah. Apparently, apparently also Angry Birds Evolution parodied the advertisement. I have that down here. Yeah, they it was in a commercial for Angry Birds Evolution, which is like a free to play Facebook game. And like the whole point was like join evolution, which what does that even mean? And it showed a uh, angry bird that looked like Kendall Jenner handing a blue soda to a police officer who smacks it out. And it's like it was one of the pigs. Yeah, it's one of the pigs. That's funny. That's <laughs> funny. Oh my god! Oh my god. Wow, that's <laughs> hilarious. I was like, that's a really weird marketing strategy because I remembered. I remember that there were people that when I think it was for the first Angry Birds movie, there was like an ad they did where they were just kind of photoshopping the different bird characters into different like movie posters, and one of them they just photoshopped one of the birds into the Handmaid's Tale. 
uh, outfit and just do it was like the hand bird's tail and everybody was like what the, what the, what the hell is this was <laughs> was that ed from the official angry birds yeah yeah and it was one of their official ads and i remember people were like what i remember the spongebob like movie promotional team like the second one that came out they were like editing spongebob into this is completely off uh, the pepsi thing but since we're on that um they edited like spongebob into movie posters and one of them was like they edited him to a 50 shades of gray poster and everyone was like what 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 is this what are you doing why, you what, do why are you doing this yeah that's that's anyway. kind of the same kind of the same energy there that's such a weird decision i mean i if if they were you know making fun of pepsi that's the right thing to be doing you're on the right side of the uh the anger there so i guess it could be seen as a as a good marketing tactic but still like what <laughs> yeah um, so marketing experts saw that pepsi was trying to achieve kind of like a melting pot message as mentioned earlier with like people coming together with like one singular voice uh for like love and harmony or whatever um but the message fell flat when they immediately incorporated the police uh so with Pepsi kind of like undermining the like the power and authority that the police had. Uh, and then what you were saying earlier uh, with Bernice King, who is the daughter of Martin Luther King Jr., she said in the tweet about the uh, commercial, if only daddy would have known about the power of Pepsi. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Good. But, on man, I mean, that's, wow. That's like a perfect way to sum it <laughs> the- up. I think the really weird thing is you find a lot of brands that try not to center themselves over the issue, like Nike, like their ads are respectable and actually bring, you know, a lot of interesting, powerful stuff to the conversation. But Pepsi literally made themselves the center of the commercial. The the climax of the entire commercial was the officer being handed a Pepsi by Kendall Jenner. And that changed everything. Like that was... People like, were hugging each other like, yes, it's like it's like people coming home from the military, like level of celebration, like like of, of an officer taking a sip of a Pepsi like. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's just so everything about the ad is unrealistic. Everything yeah. about it, really. Everybody there is way too hot. Everyone's hot. That you're telling um, me there's not one ugly gremlin at that protest. Come on. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta throw one ugly person. Man, that's not the conversation I want to be having here. Um, but, I mean, it is super unrealistic. Uh, the No one was arrested. Uh, knowing if, like, just seeing from this past summer, you know, people would have been totally arrested. Knowing your experience, Dylan, uh, is this at all realistic of what actually w- would happen? I don't know. I didn't have a Pepsi. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if you had a Pepsi, I mean, do you want do you want to get into your experience with a, at a Black Lives Matter protest, or do you want to? We can go into it. I was a photographer at one of the protests in Richmond, Virginia, and so I was going around taking photos of all the protests. And from what I saw, um, there was nothing really going on because apparently there was a curfew set. Um, and there was still a little bit of protests going on. So I went around, took photos and actually walked, bes- walked alongside cops with one of my friends, taking lots of photos for like an hour after this apparent curfew. And then they came up to me and they're like, where's your press pass? And I was like, I'm just taking photos. They're like, well, you're under arrest. And I was like, okay. And I just sat in a jail with like 300 people. They didn't follow a single COVID guideline. So I was crammed with like 300 people in a parking garage with zip ties behind awesome. my back. We actually had to kind of a funny part of it, but also horrible was they'd toss water bottles at us and we had to like 
pour water in each other's mouths by like leaning side to side with people on their knees. It, I mean, it was horrible, but like it was kind of fun. We had fun with it. But yeah, I was in there all night. I was I think I was in custody for like 14 hours or so before. It was oh, released. my God. I did get the case dismissed, though. So it's not on my record. OK, I'm Jeez. happy about that. But still, you shouldn't you shouldn't have been arrested in the first place. No. Yeah. They, and they weren't even like half of them weren't even protesters. Some of them were just people walking home. <laughs> Like from work. Yeah. Did they announce the curfew like or was it just put in place? The police chief or whatever that resigned like the day after um, said that it was blatantly obvious or whatever, which it wasn't because I wouldn't have gone. Um, no. <laughs> and it was I think it was announced that day. Um, so there, were, there was really no planning and none of the cops warned us beforehand. <laughs> Man. But I should have had my Pepsi. Why didn't the cops throw you Pepsi to pour in each other's mouths? Yeah. That's a sign of unity hmm. and love. Yeah. Join the conversation. The conversation. They should have just joined the conversation. No good ideas. We'll be right back. I think the other thing, kind of switching back to the Pepsi commercial, when has Pepsi ever been for like social justice and like looking out for the common good? Never. I think that was, was like their, their first, first attempt. attempt and probably their last. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't think of many other Pepsi social justice causes or brand activism from mm. them. No, I can't yeah. think of any either. No. no, so that that's also why it fell flat. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't want that to be a pun since it's about soda. Um, <laughs> I, I was just about to make that pun. Okay. Do you want do you want to do you want me to cut that out so you can make it? No. <laughs> okay. To let the record show that I made that pun first. Um. So we talked about how. Uh, this is like their first uh, attempt at brand activism, and it totally failed. Uh, it was parodied by Angry Birds. The most well-known lampoon was from SNL. Uh, they did a sketch uh, that featured the director, quote-unquote, the director of the commercial on the phone talking to me like, yeah, it's my first time making a commercial with Pepsi. Like, this is a big deal for me. I'm so excited. And starts to, like, describe the commercial to someone on the phone. Like, yeah, like, we're bringing in, like, it's like a protest and Kendall Jenner hands a, a, a can of Pepsi to a cop. And then uh, like his like joyous expression goes to like fear as like the person explains on the phone like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I understand. And like talks to other people and he's slowly starting to realize that everything about the commercial is awful. And I think honestly, the SNL sketch got more views than any of the actual commercials that are on youtube right now wow yeah wow, it's a funny cool. sketch oh i need to watch that i actually haven't seen that one yeah and it ends with uh kendall jenner played by cecily strong bluntly saying the real message of the commercial uh, saying i stopped the police from shooting black people by handing them a pepsi <laughs> and he says i know it's cute right and then the <laughs> thing ends so there is a statement from pepsi saying uh, Pepsi was trying to project a global message of unity, peace, and understanding. Clearly, we missed the mark, and we apologize. We did not intend to make light of any serious issue. We are removing the content and halting any further rollout. We also apologize for putting Kendall Jenner in this position. <laughs> you know it's bad when a uh, global company is apologizing to a Kardashian. Like, you know uh, everything went wrong if you're in that position. The the issue even with that apology is that like like the 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 apology is very like it wasn't like like well actually it was kind of a good idea and you're all stupid but we'll take the ad downs that you're being mean like it was it was a genuine apology but like 
there's still a disingenuousness to the way that they a lead with calling it global as far as i can tell it's pretty usa centric of Mm -hmm. a thing to be focusing on and um also attempting not to make light of any serious issue by putting the police in there there's no way that that's true having the police officer if they left the police out it probably wouldn't have been like shit on that hard I think people probably like, Maybe. Really wouldn't have yeah. cared, honestly. People still would have been like, "What? what's going on here? But like the police part, I think, was probably where it's like, all right, there's there's an issue here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't understand the power dynamics of right Pepsi. There. Of yeah. Pepsi, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah, if there wasn't the police, people would probably, there'd probably just be some tweets about it. And then mm. that would probably be it. They probably wouldn't have to go through all this. Yeah, they might have just pulled it a little early and be like, okay, people don't, people don't like this. Let's pull the plug. That's it, mm-hmm. you know. Want a Sprite Cranberry? Better that was at. a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sprite Cranberry, did anyone... Was that in stores I've this never holiday had season? One. I think I've seen it. I just never had one. It's so good. But it's the only soda <laughs> commercial where I, like, know the words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see it going, oh, like, sorry. okay, here we go. <laughs> sorry, I know three words in it, but still... <laughs> Wanna scribe cranberry? <laughs> scribe? It's got the stop motion. Wanna sprite cran? I can't say it for some reason. Wanna sprite cranberry? It's a tongue twist. Wanna sprite cranberry? Um, yeah. So um, that's a better ad. That's a better ad. Speaking uh, of better ads, now, our question of the day for, uh, for all three of us is if you were required to make an ad for Pepsi under the same premise, how would you do it differently? I think, I mean, it's the thing that we all talked about. It's probably just take out the police, but still, it wouldn't be a perfect advertisement. Yeah. If What if there was a protest? What Maybe instead of trying to capitalize on a uh, civil rights movement, they create their own movement of just creating a protest to people who just really like Pepsi, like not trying to hide it under like join the conversation. It's just, we like Pepsi and like down with Coke, like in an alternate universe that is like their main cause. So literally our sketch from our high school play oh, yeah, that we that's wrote. Right. It, that was that's the premise exactly for a sketch in high school. Sketch that we wrote for, for context uh, for the, for the listeners here. We were we wrote a uh, a play for our drama three class in high school, and one of the sketches was about a group of pro Pepsi protesters and pro Coke protesters screaming at each other on opposite opposing uh, street corners. So pretty much the exact stuff. same thing there. Dylan, how would you do it differently? Um, I would probably scrap the whole idea and center it around a really crappy pun of some sort. <laughs> I wouldn't even. Pepsi. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even can you believe it <laughs> wow that was so depressing ah. see that didn't even make sense but i would rather center it around a pun where at, at the worst case if it's a bad pun people make fun of you and then you get more views so that's a great point yeah maybe you don't that's center it. pepsi products around activism and in you know make fun of activism even though they didn't mean to yeah yeah i agree yeah. with you there so they're trying to be nike like we said pepsi's trying to be nike just if they want to be nike just get into sneakers true yeah have kendall jenner wearing sneakers now here's how i would have done it 
I think that the reason it flopped is because they didn't commit hard enough. They oh, made no. it all Hank, like Hank, yeah. Hank. Oh no! It's <laughs> so so. Oh, <laughs> it's it's a a horrible scene. All you see is smoke and there's flares going off and there's like people running. You hear screaming in this large crowd and it's like it's like dark out. And Kendall Jenner runs outside. She runs outside of that building she was in. She looks around. She sees this destruction. She looks perfect, by the way. She rips off her wig. It's business time and grabs a Pepsi. <laughs> Rips off her dress and it's a suit underneath. It's business time. <laughs> she starts running into the crowd and then she sees like somebody fall down. She looks over and there's a line of police. They've got riot shields and they're shooting rubber bullets into the crowd. She starts running towards them and she holds the Pepsi out forward. And all of a sudden there's like a shield around her. The bullets are going like like the Pepsi is blocking them. This is like a superhero thing. Like it's creating a force field around her and she's pushing through all the hatred with the Pepsi. It's pushing through. Everything's ricocheting off her. And finally she pushes it and she makes contact with one of the riot shields and there's like the shock wave. It's insane. All the riot gear goes flying and all the smoke clears and you see the destruction and it's all the police officers and they don't have any armor anymore. And they're like, what? What is this? And it's just Kendall Jenner. She still looked perfect. And she has, a, <laughs> she has a Pepsi. And she hands it to the police officer. And the Isn't police that the whole point we it. wanted to get rid of that part? No, no, <laughs> yeah, no. I'm making it better those... because there's a cool buildup. You know, oh, there's true. an explosion true. in like superhero so shields. So did Michael Bay direct it? Perfect. <laughs> Say that again? Did Michael Bay direct it? Yeah, yeah. Ideally. Ideally, okay, he did. We, we need and, one of those like spiral going up 360 action shots of Kendall, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like in the Transformers. And it's like, and Pepsi is pushing through the hatred. It's pushing as hard as it can. Everything's like, it's going insane. And then just all the hatred is gone. Pepsi has created unity. Everything is fixed. Society is better again. The police drink Pepsi and they begin to help up the people that they've been hurting on the streets. Do you guys want to know a fun fact about Coca-Cola? What's that? Sure. So I was just researching this and I found out there was a term first documented by the French Communist Party called Coca-Colanization, which was basically Coca-Cola pushing its values all over like the globe. <laughs> really? Like what type of values? Oh, uh, just like American sugar? branding, like just selling Coke everywhere. They're just like, no. <laughs> that is a pretty... It's a clever pun. Coca-Colanization. Yeah. I mean... Oh, I didn't even think yeah, about that. Like colonization. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't pick that up. That's good. Yeah. Speaking of Coca-Cola. So something that I wanted to relate to how Coca-Cola handles events Honk. like these. Um, recently, as of the time of recording this podcast, uh, people stormed the Capitol. That that happened very recently here. And uh, Coca-Cola. Losers, uh, as I would say, stormed the Capitol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not just like people who lost, but like nerds, if you want to yeah, say Yeah, yeah. A bunch, um, bunch of dorks that we don't like. Um, we're not going to try to be unbiased here. They suck. Um, but so Coca-Cola did this whole tweet where they were like, uh, we... Uh, we don't or they, they just said that we condemn the people who stormed the, the Capitol. We have always supported democracy. I actually haven't seen the tweet. I should probably find it because uh, one of my friends told me about this. Wait, is it, Coca-Cola denounced it? Yeah. So but, 
Let me let me check to make sure that this. Exists. I'm confused. Why every time are they banning Trump from drinking Diet Coke? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's see. Coca Cola. Um, Would Coke or Pepsi be considered conservative or liberals? I think Coke would be a conservative. Coke zero. <laughs> Coke zero is probably conservative. It just screams conservative to me, which sucks because that's my I favorite. Love, that's one, my favorite one man. too. Yeah. Damn. But you know, deep down. I'm trying to find this tweet just to make sure that I. I... Wow, there's a lot of companies that have like weighed in Diet, on this. This is. Diet Coke is that friend that only gaslights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this and then the... uh, Pepsi Max. Okay. If, if that's the thing, that's a centrist. Doesn't have an opinion on anything, thinks everything's fine. Alrighty, I've got the. Uh, the we can have a little here. bit of war. We can have a little bit as a treat <laughs> <laughs> for dessert. Um, so this is Coca-Cola tweeted. What happened in Washington, D.C. is an offense to the ideals of American democracy. For nearly 250 years, the United States of America has stood as a beacon for, for democracy, shining a light for the world on how differing perspectives and ideas can strengthen society. We are all stunned by the unlawful and violent events that unfolded in Washington, D.C. With the election results now certified, we have faith in America's democratic institution to assure a peaceful transfer of power and allow the U.S. to move forward together as one nation. The Coca-Cola Company. Oh, man, I thank you, President Coca-Cola. <laughs> Do you I mean, does it really matter if a brand like just speaks out against that? Not really, unless it's directly connected to it. I mean, I feel Was like it, it'd be better to let their employees be able to publicly speak about that under the right. Coke name than just to be like, hey, uh, social media guy, go like, you know, that was bad. Tweet about it. You know, <laughs> I feel like there's they don't really care, but they're just like. We have to have a side. So in case someone thinks we don't care. Right. And then you saw that during the summer, um, right at like the beginning of June, when the Black Lives Matter protests were starting to build up, you saw a lot of brands come out and mm. like uh, speak publicly on it. Yeah. It was a lot of brands that you didn't expect. Like mm-hmm. Fruit Gushers came out <laughs> and like put out a statement, which was crazy. You can look it up. Uh, it's a real statement. And they said, like, Fruit Gushers would not be here without the black community. And it's like, that's a big statement. That's what does awesome that mean? on Fruit Gushers. That's great. But what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. No I black people, no Gushers. How can you be like, racist if you can't, if, if without the other race, you can't have Gushers? I, I, I don't know if they're speaking on, like, the history of Fruit Gushers. But, like, I, that was my, that was one assume, of my favorite brands that came out. I would assume. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It'd be really cool if one of their inventors... You know, it was an African-American or something. That would be sick if we found and that like out. They actually were, you know, referring to their history. Yeah. I'm just going to believe like, that. I'm not even going to research it. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to believe that it's like just some person at Nabisco <laughs> made it up one day with like leftover gummy bears they had or whatever. I what I believe there's a wanna, rich history to it. What I did want to bring up about this Coke tweet, though, was the um, the responses that have more likes. They kind of got ratioed here about the uh, Coca-Cola paramilitary death squads. Do you guys know about this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How they uh, assassinated union workers in South America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So their like has 1.2 K or their, their tweet has 1.2 K likes. And then a uh, the immediate response that says the Coca-Cola company used right wing paramilitaries to kill union leaders at its Columbia bottling plant that has 2.7 K likes. Um, and then the one after that is, uh, and this is something we discussed in our other podcast, John Stith Pemberton, uh, was an American biochemist and Confederate States army veteran who is best known as the inventor of Coca-Cola. 
So they've got yeah. a little bit of stuff Did in their guys, past that people, Oh, wait, no. Continue. Uh, th- I mean, that was it. There's just people kind of were like, hey, y'all. Mm, 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 not, not that fast. Don't <laughs> act like y'all so perfect because y'all are, aren't good. Yeah. I, I just remembered this, and Pepsi actually owned the sixth largest Navy in the world in the past. That's true. I forgot like about they, that. They had their own Navy or they owned a Navy? They, I'm, I was trying to research, I just remembered it, but like they apparently owned like the sixth largest Navy from the USSR. So yeah, I don't, they, they had, cause yeah, cause they received oh. a submarine from as like a trade for a ton of Pepsi and that like by default just put them above just they so got many other 17 countries. submarines, a cruiser, 17? a cruiser, a frigate and a destroyer <laughs> to the company <laughs> as well as several oil tankers. Oh my god. Can you imagine like being in the Pepsi Navy? Like do you get your own Veterans Day? Like how does that work? Like is that a That sounds awesome. However it works. I, I don't think it is. Apparently they were <laughs> apparently they were really not working well and Pepsi had to get rid of them due to the fact that maintenance and also they're a soda company. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would they do with them? Buy Pepsi like, or like, we will, you know, cause a barricade so you can't have any economic, you know, you, you, you can't ship anything. We're going to just block your just, ports. I mean, so if they have, yeah, they have the sixth largest Navy. They just attack all of the other countries with smaller navies. And it's, you will only buy Pepsi or we will destroy your fleet. Pepis. 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 Oh, all, all that is that is a Pepis moment right there. <laughs> and on that note, I think that overall, this is a very bad idea. Um, yeah. I, I, there's ways that they could have done this commercial and have it still be kind of tasteful. But as we discussed, that's probably wouldn't be the case. Even if you use this as a topic, people would still either clown on it or just be really upset by it, by trying to take advantage yeah. of like people trying to do good things in the world and trying to capitalize on that. Um, in none of these scenarios, is it a good idea? No. Except well, for I think, mine. I think Hank's is actually probably yeah. a good idea. Yeah, it's um, kind of sick. It's kind of dope. Yeah. So I think I'd be in there. Anywho, I think that concludes this episode of No Good Ideas. Uh, Dylan, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, anything you're working on? You know what? Um, follow my TikTok. Yeah. What's your TikTok at? Um, do you want to just throw a little like logo on the bottom or something? Do you post uh, this is a podcast, oh, a pod- so we can't do that. <laughs> I, thought it was a video, I thought it was like a video podcast. <laughs> we'll throw a graphic. People won't see it, but we'll put it there. <laughs> um, I actually don't even know my handle. Um, I have my thing here. I, I got it. it. It's um, Dill underscore father, like Dill Pickle. Dill underscore father. And you've had some big TikToks in I the have past, one. right? Or two. You have one. One or two. Hey, you know what? The rest are horrible, um, but there'll be I better think they're content. Fantastic. There, there's going to be better content, and it's happening. It's You're happening. making it? Join the conversation. We're joining the conversation on TikTok.com. <laughs> um, you can follow Hank at what are you, what's your stuff again hank uh you can find my animation work on youtube at youtube.com backslash hank far and you can download my new game on pc and mobile it's called little brother's turn you can find it on the app store google play as well as steam and itch.io uh, download it and i hope that you so enjoy the game and my animations yeah thank you 
And you can follow me at Bradley with me on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Byte. Uh, uh, you can follow me on Clash at Brad. I don't have at Bradley with an E because at Brad was available, so why not? But no one's on that app, so who cares? Um, and I then you, you can follow to like Clash of Clans or Clash. Same. Right oh no 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 no! It's a, a TikTok alternative called Clash. Uh, that was it's a for bad a name second. choice. So many people yeah, refer to those two good. names as cla- those two games as Clash. Or Clash. Yeah, I could, I, I'll definitely talk with you guys about it after this because I have some things I have to say about it. Okay. Uh, you can find out all of my stuff, uh, all my projects from the past. I'm on my website, brad.rocks. Uh, that's a real website. Look it up. And yeah, you can find everything on there. Igneous Rocks? Uh, uh, not brad.igneousrocks just brad.rocks <laughs> that's the full website look up and see i'll look up and see if igneous.rocks is a website uh and if it isn't i'm buying it that's a that's a good domain right there i can flip that easily <laughs> okay yeah uh if you say so and on that note uh hank uh how do you want to end this podcast oh, shoot. oh someone this, is, it. this is this is always a high pressure one uh Good night, everyone. <laughs> I'm drooling. Right. I literally got drool all over my freaking face. I hope that's not visible on the camera. Mm-hmm.